My name's Brandon Isle. I'm with BYU-Idaho Radio. Andra Duke, the Director of Content at BYU Broadcasting, joins me on Zoom. Thanks for joining me today. Sure. Happy to be here. There are so many cool things happening at BYU TV, and I know uh, kind of October into November, you've started some new programs, new seasons of family favorites. Can you just kind of give me a quick rundown of what's going on with with the broadcasting world at BYU? So it has been such a whirlwind on our end. I think, you know, going through COVID and trying to produce and develop programs through that period of time uh, had us all on our toes, just trying to to figure out how we could still, how we could tell stories that were meaningful, that helped uplift people, um, especially during such a difficult time. And so we're, as as everyone, I hope everyone feels, are emerging from that and, and trying to, to um, kind of heal from the <laughs> devastation that that caused to just on a number of levels. Um, you know, one of the things that we've done over the past year is really, really lean in hard on our mission, which is to create purposeful viewing and listening experiences that entertain, inspire, uplift, and improve families and communities. And I think that has been a space that over the past, I've been here now a little over five years, and as we've we've tried to kind of produce and develop in that space and create things that have you know robust value sets and are 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 co-viewing in nature we we really look across generationally you'll see programs on our air that skew older you'll see some that we have a new animated co-viewing series called saving me that just came out and so we we really try and focus on that core that's going to entertain inspire uplift and improve um but that can be uh, kind of broadly, broadly enjoyed um, by a co-viewing audience. And so we really think less about kind of a demographic focus as much as we do about a psychographic focus. It's like, why do people want to consume this type of content? What about it? What is the feeling that it inspires? And how does it help me want to be a better person? And so we, we do, we focus a lot on service, on um, kindness, on interactions with families and, and other things. So trying to just kind of really lean into that mission. And one of the things that we've done over the past year is really actually lean into even a, a, a stage further than that. We're calling it kind of this, this idea of looking up, this idea of because of him, because of God, because of that influence in our life. And what does that journey look like? Uh, those faith journeys look like, not necessarily in, I mean, we have religious shows, but really just in our broad general family entertainment, what does that look like when we incorporate someone's uh, faith journey into that as well? When it's just a part, it's a part of who we are. I mean, most people in the world believe in some kind of higher power and in whatever they call that. And and what does that mean and how does that influence their, their lives and their journey? So that's been something that's been a really wonderful thing for us to explore. I mean, we're such a unique entity. We've uh, we're a you know a broadcast general family entertainment broadcaster attached to a university attached to a church like it's just this uh, this I don't know another uh, entity or media content entity like us anywhere quite frankly uh, and so it's it's finding that way to kind of blend uh, yes we want it to be entertaining and we want it to inspire and we also want to explore you know, where it makes sense, explore those journeys of faith as they apply um, to to our content. So that's a really, I think, probably our biggest shift that we've that we've made over the past year. 
So you you talked about so many things. Uh, I I think <laughs> I think the the hardest there though is with the world that seems to be going darker and edgier in entertainment. You're this bastion of light that families and individuals still want this this faithful this hopeful this this great family entertainment. How do you find or create this type of programming? I mean, it's out there, but but how are you finding it and, and getting it in front of viewers on BYU TV? You know, I think there's actually a real desire for that right now. And it's not, we're finding partners uh, production partners and other broadcasters uh, like Ruby in the Well, which is just it's I'm it, that's a show that has been long in development. Like we, I think it was one of the earliest pitches that I that I heard about five years ago, and it's taken a tremendous amount of time uh, because it's it's a very I mean one hour scripted drama. It's a high end project. We needed partners at the table on that. And we found wonderful partners, um, Shaftesbury Entertainment and uh, Family Channel in Canada and Wild Brain Entertainment. They distribute, you know, worldwide. And so we've we were able to come together around a premise that just feels so good to people. It really at its heart, it's about it's about service. It's about hearing and understanding the needs of someone else and finding a way to meet that need. I always think of it as Goonies meets Touched by an Angel. It's got just those, all of the, the just all of that hope and uplift that that we look to bring. But that is, that is universal. People are looking for that in their lives. And yes, I do think that as media gets edgier, there's more of a space for this type of entertainment. There's more of a space for things that feel authentically good and and beautiful and that's been something that but that's something we're always working on too because it's very easy to kind of lead it lean into the saccharine or you know end up with something that's just i don't know kind of cheesy and so we're always like how do we do this in a way that feels really genuine that 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 touches hearts and minds but in a way that that feels authentic and real so that's something we're always, always looking at and always working on because it's a, it, yeah, it's it's a challenge. Yeah, and it sounds like you've been able to find some partners who are ready to dive in with you. You're not creating everything new out of whole cloth, but but oh. you're finding people to to help create these things. So, for example, Ruby and Saving Me were both things that we developed ground up. Um, there are other programs, though, like Mallory Towers that we're working with. We do that with the CPPC um, and Wild Brain uh, and Family Channel also. So a similar group of partners there uh, that we work with. And But we're really kind of deep in the development and, and looking at it, looking at the scripts, looking at the messages and the themes and and able to to really kind of be a part of, of that creation, which is uh, a, I mean, that's a wonderful model too, because yeah, that's we're at, we're able to take things as they come in and and shape them. We had a really interesting experience with a a salesperson at we go to a television market every six months, and called MIP, and one of the uh, one of the salespeople of one of the shows that we've been working on was talking with another another broadcaster. And the broadcaster asked, oh, well, you know, who who are the commissioners on it? And she mentioned, uh, you know, the CBBC and BYU TV. And the broadcaster was like, oh, well, we know if BYU TV is involved, it's going to be a great project for us. And that was just huge. I mean, I heard that. And so the 
our brand is becoming slowly becoming known, especially by people who are looking for this type of thing, right? So um, it's that which is what we're looking for. We want our brand to be distinctive for a specific type of content and the way that it feels and the, the, the themes that it that it puts forward. So that was a that was a pretty that was a, a great thing to hear. Yeah, I just imagine because that's exactly what you're trying to do. You're trying to create this thing that's that's fairly new. I mean, ten years ago, BYU TV was something very different. And uh, to hear somebody say that to to drop your name, oh, yep, we're good. That's that's incredible. Yeah, yeah, it really it really was. It was a it was a great moment. I was like, and those are the things where I go, okay. Like we, we, and we have such a long ways to go, but we are, we're really working on creating this distinctive brand that it means something that it, that, you know, what kind of content you're going to get when you, I mean, there's still a lot of people they are like, oh yeah, that's, that's, you know, I don't know, lectures and this and that, cause they haven't even looked at it in 20 years, you know? So we're just trying to, to help that. Um, to have that content mean something that they know what they they know what the promise they know what our brand promise is when they come to to view our content. Yeah, I know you also focus on sports programming and like mm-hmm. Sunday programming. Faithful, um, there are latter day. Mm-hmm. Why wait for Sunday things. though? Yeah. It's on our. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, but but it, most of the content is not latter day saint specific. Um, how how do you kind of, um, I guess, draw that line? What is BYU fans go here and and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, I think when we talk about there's, you know, the the church has a lot of um, they they have an entity that's creating LDS specific content, right? So uh, within the um, within the the church system, they have that, and so our role is our the heart of our brand. We say is really in this space of values. Um, you know, these look up moments, things where we're looking for faith journeys that that may not even be people of our faith, right? That are, it's just what does this mean in our life? And how does it make as a, as a public good, as a societal good, the things that come out of faith-based institutions, I think we see just tremendous outcomes uh, from that. And so we're trying to to be able to show that and and see that work going forward uh, from a number of different perspectives. We yes, we do. We have our our LDS focused programs, but even in those, we're really trying to create a space where um, where the there's just perspective that it could be a broader audience that you could have people come in and say, Oh, what is this about? Um, even in our program that is so specific to the come follow me, uh, you know, church resources, our come follow up program, uh, we're, we're always looking for just a variety of perspectives there and kind of how we would, how we would, um, so, and we have had quite a few people come in, not of our faith, and and just say, "Wow, this is." And especially right now, we're on, you know, what we're learning about, and it's just, it's, it's a great program to be able to do that, even in the religious space, to try and see how can we, how can we um, influence uh, and and reach a broader audience. So that's something we're always looking to do. As as you're reaching a broader audience, uh, what kind of feedback are you getting from people about the programs and the things that they're seeing you do? Um, you know, it's been a really, it's been a, we've had wonderful uh, conversations and wonderful, I mean, we were, yes, we're growing and we're seeing that growth and that's really exciting. And we're really trying to lean in on 
the exact type of thing that we are different than what ever, you know, how we are distinct basically. But um, I think we see a lot of people looking for how can I create, where can I find content that I can watch with my family that we can watch together. Like a lot of us remember that. I mean, we call it kind of modern nostalgia. I think we talked about that last time, this idea of content used to have this uplift. Like we would learn, learn lessons and not didactically, but we would learn something that was, that made us feel like we wanted to be better people. And I think that that's something that we just kind of are like going back to that. And, and everyone I talk to, you know, in the industry, as we're meeting with, especially in the children and family space, which is primarily the the people that we're talking with, they're all looking for like, yeah, how do we how do we do this? The world can be can feel pretty dark, especially to our youth. And how do we how do we help them see and build those those strong communities, build those strong sense of self, and and from our perspective build a strong um, faith identity as well, right? So that's something that that we're really leaning into where, like I said, where it makes sense. As, as people learn about the projects you're doing and that you're tied to BYU and tied to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, are mm-hmm. they surprised or do they, what, what's kind of the feeling as they learn that? That's such a great question. I think, you know, it's been something that we talk a lot about as we, especially as we explore um, kind of these faith journeys. And it's been, um, it's been, it's really prompted some wonderful conversation. I think one of the, one of the things that we've seen is that a lot of people have uh, some faith at the the heart of their, of their own journeys, right? They, I remember one, uh, one person that we met with her, both of her parents were vicars are vicars and it's just a big part of of her family and and it, she was like yeah i just don't really often think about how that ties in yeah we really don't talk about that in media anymore yeah it really is kind of taboo i actually think there's you know there's some fear around this and and i thought that was a really interesting perspective to be having these conversations and again we didn't we didn't really get in on it get into like anything kind of deep deep doctrine or but we were able to kind of talk about how, yeah, this isn't something that's really discussed as much anymore. I think in in uh, in the media space, and some pe- now some some are doing it. Like you look at a show like Blue Bloods, where they there's always the family conversation and this like kind of robust dialogue around them being kind of a a, a family of faith. And and I think that I think there's room for more of that in our media space. There's there's room for that. There's a lot of people who who I think would love that as a part of, of media and, and not necessarily just as a religious specific program, right? Those are wonderful, but just in our everyday experience to have that be a part of our lives, I think is a real value to yeah. a lot of people. I, I love that you use Blue Bloods as an example, because I mean, yeah. that program, every single episode, they are gathered as a family having yeah. dinner together and, and they often talk about their their faith and it, it's yeah. just a natural part of the show and that's, they're not that's preaching. right it's they're, not the show isn't yeah. that but it's part of yes exactly it's it's integral to who they are and so it's a part of the conversation right yeah, yeah. and i think about some of the shows you have um like uh making good i mean how many times have i cried watching that show just it's it just, <laughs> well, kirby he just brings it he, out He's he just makes that. you cry he, he pulls out the guitar and the the tears come right <laughs> but it yeah. but it's 
people doing good things, and faith often follows uh, people who are doing good things, um, and it, it's just part of the, of the shows, and it's it's just great. Yep. That's that's a that's a such a good observation. I think one of the like especially with the with the shows where people are engaged in in service, nonprofit organizations, other things, almost always at the heart of that is some kind of faith journey or some kind of mission or calling or something that they feel that they're 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 prompted to do. And I think that like this last season of Fixers, we really explored that. So and and it was almost it was interesting. The producer was like, yeah, it's just such a natural part of it. It was almost like hard to work around it. Not that we ever intentionally did, but it just, I think is just so naturally not a space that people explore in media that it just was kind of a, you know, that's just what was happening. So once we kind of intentionally just asked those questions, the amazing things that come out and the stories and the richness of people's journeys and how that's a part, like just, just organically a part of who they are and why they do the things that they do, that that's a really rich, um, rich ground for, for just some amazing uplifting stories with faith at its heart. So I, I'm thinking of one of your newer shows and I'm going to get the name wrong. Cause I, I think of it in two ways, but how I got here or where I came uh-huh. from, let's see, which is it? How I got here. <laughs> how I got uh-huh. here. But, yeah. but that's a literal journey, right? They are going from where their people are from and that that's naturally going to bring out those types of stories as well. Yes, I'm so that has been such through this last year. That's been one of those projects that has evolved as we've asked that question and talked about how like family is such a fundamental part of our faith, you know, and the especially that kind of eternal perspective and other things. So it's so, yeah, that was a wonderful one to just really explore and say, how does how, yes, because heritage is a part of it, right? But it's more than that. The roots are deeper than that. And I think that's been a, that one, we we were able to to really touch on that in a number of episodes. And it's it's lovely. Yeah. I'm really proud of that show. Yeah. And then, of course, there's The Chosen, which you don't produce, but you have on BYU TV. Um, yeah. What an important show to have. Oh, you know, we it's go been, there we, we talk a lot about that. Like it's kind of done something that I think was surprising to a lot of people, uh, how you tell those stories and in what, what way you tell those stories so that it, cause it really is something that people come to and feel like they're do feel like they're watching a religious show, but it's also this general family entertainment show too. Right. Cause it's, it's it kind of serves both purposes for, um, for the audience, but yeah, it's done very, very well for us. Yeah. And you'll have season three, right? When that comes uh-huh. out. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Just coming. double checking. Uh, it's coming. I've uh, now, now I, I'll transition a little bit. There are several of the family shows. You mentioned Ruby on the Well, and mm-hmm. um, I was watching Nine Years to Neptune this mm-hmm. morning, and <laughs> I, I was actually surprised at how often I laughed. I was like, oh, it's a. It's a Muppet show, right? <laughs> you, you either love them or hate them, but but it yeah. it is entertaining. It's fun to watch, um, and yeah, just just the variety of programming you have that is fun to sit down with your family um, and watch. Oh, thank uh, you. And we're just honestly, we just we we're always pushing that forward and always trying to make sure when we're especially when we're atta- something like um, that appears to be a children's show, like the like Nine Years to Neptune or Saving Me. 
we we worked so hard to get a more sophisticated comedy so that it really was something that was a co-viewing property, something that parents and children would enjoy sitting down and watching together, right? So Saving Me, I don't know if you've had a chance to, if you've seen anything on that one, but that for us, the mashup in our head was Scrooge meets Back to the Future. Yeah, so yeah. and that I idea think you nailed that it. we can always go back, <laughs> that we can always be better that we that you know we all need to do over sometimes right and being able to to reflect and improve your life and go back and and make different choices uh to become a better person is like at its core such a fundamental principle um but it's done in a zany fun you know sassy way so (laughs) we're really really happy with with how that one came together yeah um I'll ask you this one just because I see a lot of when when you talk about content that uh, doesn't offend, um, often it goes to Christmas movies, right? Uh, are, <laughs> yeah. are, are you working on any uh, romance Christmas movie type things? <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, is those like we did like we did Christmas jars, which was so lovely and and so much more than a romance in my mind, like so much more than kind of hallmark we have a lot of that there's so much of that that we can acquire also if we're looking for really feel good kind of christmas rom-coms and such so that's a an easy thing for us to acquire to really get that kind of distinction that we're looking for though like cannibal ghost was something where that we did from scratch around the holidays last last season and, and, and that was in partnership with the bbc, with that BBC right? studios yeah. uh-huh and that was one where we kind of said, okay, this is a holiday event, but how do we build these themes? There's these themes of redemption. There's the, and there's a romance in there too. And there's, you know, so we're kind of tried to touch on a larger, um, a, a larger array of, of themes uh, to put kind of our original dollars into. So like the things where we're really building in part of that development, because things that are kind of that light touch rom-com, like we really, we can, we can acquire a lot of those fairly. And we always have new ones every year and they're cute and they're sweet. And, you know, and you're right. They, they just, they just feel good. Um, But for the things that we're really putting our energies into, it's going to have something that's more distinct and more purposeful in nature. Yeah. Now, I know you've been traveling a lot um, in the last few weeks. Been to, was it Scotland and oh, some, well, somewhere else? Scotland was back in June and that was fun. Yes, that was, <laughs> that was, that was, that was uh, my first time there and it was pretty amazing. But one of the other um, things we were, uh, we were in the pro- filming, I was in Manchester and we were filming a live action series called A Kind of Spark. And that is one that um, we're really excited about. And that'll be out next year. So more to come on that. Yeah, So excellent. Well, it's it's so fun to, to think about these programs and that you are doing the things that you are setting out to do. And I know my family, at least, we sit down and we watch and we laugh and we, we have fun. And um, when I'm on the treadmill, I'm like, oh, what what can I find on BYU TV today? And it's... It's uh, well, not something you. I'm going to get so bored with. So appreciate that. Spread the word <laughs> like this. This is great. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you are working on more shows. It sounds like. Um, oh yeah. Anything else that you can tell me about new things to come? Um, that's going to have to come later. How's that? <laughs> well, I, I guess we'll have to wait. 
Yes, yes. No, we are. I mean, we really are diving pretty deep into development in terms of, again, how do we move into, how do we, um, we've spent a lot of time in that kind of common ground shared value space. And I think as we kind of look to add uh, what, what faith uh, looks like in that in a way, like I said, in a way that's very accessible. That's something that I think we're really exploring and we want to do it right. So uh, we're taking some time on that, certainly, but we've got some good things that we're exploring. Awesome. Well, Andre Duke, it's so good to talk to you. You're the director of content for BYU Broadcasting. Thanks again for spending some time Thanks with me. Thanks so much, Brandon, and really nice talking with you. Yeah.